welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's up, boo? Welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Happy Monday. What's up? What's up? Welcome to a new week. How was your weekend? I had a great weekend. I'm starting to make my holiday party rounds, which is fun. (laughs) Um, This week, I am headed to Chicago to be with my family for Christmas and for New Year's. You guys, I can't wait to see my mom. I haven't seen her since the beginning of this year, and I just want to see her and hug her and just be back in the shy. Um, If you have been a longtime listener, you know that every Saturday before Christmas, I have an annual cookie bake. My cookie bake started out with just four or five friends and You know, I invited them over to my house to bake cookies and drink wine. And then at the end, we all exchange cookies and everyone goes home with, you know, a box of freshly baked cookies. Um, But every year it's it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, it is now the seventh annual cookie bake. So it's been seven years since I've been doing it. And I always end up with a house full of people. Um, But I'm super excited to do it again this year. Maybe, maybe one day I could do a really big one and invite you guys (laughs) and we can get our holiday party on together. So (laughs) we'll see. Um, But super excited about that. Also, you guys, we have one podcast episode left for season two of the Slay Girl Slay podcast. What? One episode. I mentioned this before, but we go on a small hiatus right after the holidays and into the new year. So we'll be back in 2020 with season three. And girl, do I have something in store for you? (laughs) You just don't know. So during our time off, take a break get some rest, do whatever it is that you need to do to gather yourself for season three, because I can already tell you that I am not holding back next year. And God has been stretching me, you hear me, to prepare all of us for what I believe will be a reckoning in this new year to come. Y'all, I was thinking about what I was going to do for uh, Christmas gifts this year. And right now it's looking like I'm handing out words of encouragement and motivation for Christmas because adult life, (laughs) because bills this year. (laughs) But I was looking at my bank account the other day and I had a $250 charge on my account and it, it was listed as a Slay Girl Slay bill. So I'm like, hold on wait a minute, like I had to take a beat because I was getting all up in arms, like who charged me for something I didn't buy? What the heck is going on with my account? Am I getting hacked? Um, And after doing some digging, I learned that it was a renewal fee for all the things that I have set up to keep 
Slay Girl Slay up and running. So, you know, domain fees, email fees, podcast fees, website fees, the whole nine. Uh, And as I was looking through this list of fees, it was like a breakdown. I'm looking at the dates and I realized that this was the exact time I sat down and birthed this idea of Slay Girl Slay and put the pen to paper and made everything come to life. You guys know this story, but for those who don't, I was working at a company for almost five years and I wanted to get promoted and take a job in LA because I wanted to move here, but they would not promote me. I went on several, several (laughs) interviews and got rejected several times. And my peers and my colleagues were being promoted before me. And I was being told, you know, maybe the next opportunity, you're doing great. Your feedback is great. You're doing so well. It's just not the right time. And I'm like, "Mm -mm." so out of frustration and wanting to connect with women who look like me and women who may have been going through the same things that I was going through, I went home and created Slay Girl Slay. It took me two weeks to get the website going, get the podcast set up, the Instagram running, and I was in it. I didn't launch Slay Girl Slay officially until about two full months later after it was up and running, but it is now been two years since I was sitting on my floor in my room in Chicago, putting this idea together, and now it's a fully running and official business. I have learned so much, y'all, in the last two years, and the learning curve is steep when you're starting a business. Coming into it, I was all I was all fired up like, yes, got my own business. I'm a girl boss now. What up? Go me. I'm the bomb. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> and I learned very very quickly that starting a business and putting yourself out there and having a presence online was a lot harder than I thought it would be. Today, I wanted to share with you some of the lessons that I've learned and take them with a grain of salt, right? Everyone's path is different. Everyone's business is different. Everyone has a different end game. But man, if I knew then what I know now, I probably would have saved myself a lot of time during the process. I think some of The lessons that I have learned from starting a business apply to so many more things than just business, right? Like some of you don't have businesses. Some of you have YouTube channels and your bloggers and your influencers and your writers and you're in school. But I think the lessons that I've learned are still applicable to all of you. I wasn't born knowing I was going to be an entrepreneur. I didn't grow up saying I was going to be a boss. I wasn't going to, I was going to own a business. It it just kind of happened this way, you know? So wherever you find yourself on your journey, listen up because I hope this saves you a little more time and provides you a little more insight like it did for me. One of the many lessons I've learned from starting a business is lesson number one. Get your paperwork done 
early. And what do I mean by paperwork? Get your license, get your LLC, get your trademark application in. The sooner you can get a paper trail of whatever it is that you're working on, whether that be a business or something you've created, get it in paper. Influencers, YouTubers, y'all should have paperwork too. Trademark your name so no one can use it in the future. You are essentially a brand and that is a business boost. So get the paperwork. I remember going to Woman Evolved like two years ago and there was a session on trademarking and y'all, I am no lawyer. I'm not a law student. The closest thing I know about legal stuff is when I watch Scandal or Law and Order. (laughs) And there were so many people that had questions about trademarking. I went home and did the research and learned that it costs thousands of dollars to get a trademark lawyer. And there is still no guarantee that you'll get your trademark approved. So after being stressed and, and reading up on it and Googling everything I possibly could, I just decided to do it myself. I would have rather taken the chance and did it myself for free and just, you know, figured it out along the way than pay a lawyer thousands of dollars to tell me something that I didn't even understand. You know what I'm saying? The trademark process is long, y'all. But once you can get over the hump and get that application in, it's not that bad. I did everything on my own and my trademark was approved. If you're a girl gang member, you are in luck. You have your members only episode out today. And in that episode, I'm walking you through how to get your trademark without a lawyer step by step. Like we are actually walking through the application process together, sis. (laughs) So if you aren't a member of our girl gang, then boo, head on over, sign up, get this episode. You don't want to miss that. Which leads me to my next lesson. Google really does have all the answers, sis. You just have to be patient enough to find them. Yes, stop waiting for people to give you the answer. They, they're not going to give you the answer. We know this by now. So find it for yourself. Nine times out of 10, someone else had the same question that you're looking for right now. And it's posted somewhere online. Start Googling, start clicking through the links, start reading the articles, y'all. You can't want all the answers and be lazy at the same time. It just don't work like that. If your search isn't working, try searching it in a different way. Use different words, use different phrases, etc. The answers are 100% out there. Lesson number three, boo. Not everyone you meet or see in business has good heart posture. And what does that mean? Not everyone is in it for the same reasons that you're in it. Not everyone you meet that has a business is doing the right thing or going about business the right way. There are people who are in it just for the money. There are people who are in business who will do anything just to make a dollar and their customers mean squat to them. There are people who lie and cheat and steal and y'all, guess what? That's just the way it is. So when you meet people like that and when you come across people who you may have looked up to at one point or another who end up not being who you thought they were, relax. They are human too. And the way they go about their business is, well, their business. 
You have to just make sure that your heart posture is good, that you have integrity, that you have morals and respect for not just your business and not just your customers, but for yourself too. The fourth lesson I learned, Boo, and probably one of the biggest lessons I learned is that you can't please everybody, sis. It's like that saying, you can be the prettiest apple on the tree and there are still people who won't like apples. (laughs) You can have the coolest Instagram, the coolest content, the best YouTube videos, the nicest edits, the greatest stories to tell, but there will still be someone who does not like what you do. I can produce a podcast episode and pour my heart and soul into this podcast episode and there will still be someone who does not like it. Does that stop me? No. Should it stop you? No. Still create, still produce the content, still have the vision and make that vision come true. There's going to be a lot of people that will not have a taste for you and what you have to offer. And the sooner you can get over that, the better, sis. You have to do what's necessary for you. You have to do what makes you happy first. And if what you created makes you happy, then that's all that matters at the end of the day. Your tribe, your customers, your buyers will find you. And that is a 100% fact. I am a living witness. I have not paid for a single Facebook ad, Google ad, Instagram ad for this podcast whatsoever. But somehow there are thousands of you that tune in every single week. Your tribe will find you. And if they like you and what you have to offer, they will stick around. Which leads me to lesson number five. You have to be proud of what you do. It won't always be perfect, but you have to be proud of it. You have to be okay with putting it out there. If you think the products that you sell are crappy, nine times out of 10 booze, someone else will too. (laughs) I always like to say if... You have to be a customer first to your own business. There are times when I've recorded an episode for this podcast and if I didn't like it, if I didn't like the way it sounded or I felt like the quality was bad, I would go back and do it again until I felt like it was good enough for me. You have to be happy with what you create and what you produce. You have to start operating at a level of excellence and stop requiring just the bare minimum of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it will take going the extra mile or spending extra hours working on something so that it is produced in the way that you are proud of it. Lesson number six was a hard lesson I had to learn, but you won't kill it every single day and that's okay. I always like to begin my week with this to-do list and things that I need to get done. And I know in my mind what I need to do to be productive that week and get my work done. And I can write it down on every whiteboard, y'all, every planner, and in every notebook. But life happens to all of us. Sometimes you'll be really on your game and pushing out content week after week after week. And then there will be periods of time where you feel stuck and not motivated. You won't feel creative. You'll feel like you're slacking and guess what? It's okay. It's not the first time it's going to happen and it's certainly not the last time. There are times when I'm what I'd like to call firing on all cylinders, 
which means I got a podcast episode out, my Instagram posts are up, my girl gang got their perks for the week, and all the bills are paid. But there are days when life happens, and guess what? I may have Instagram and Facebook going, but a podcast episode didn't go up. There are days when a podcast episode went up, but my emails didn't get touched, or my emails got done, but my social media didn't go the way I wanted it to go. You see what I'm saying? You won't be a quote-unquote go-getter every single day, and all the work won't get done every single day, and it doesn't make you less of a boss. It doesn't make you less of a person. It makes you a person, sis, and that is okay. Which leads me to number seven. It won't always work out the way you plan, sis. The crazy thing about this is you still have to have some sort of plan to know where you're going or at least what direction you want to take your business in. You should have a plan to map out your goals and the things that you want to do, but things don't always work out the way that you plan them. You can start the year with 5,000 followers on Instagram and say, by the end of the year, I want 50,000 followers. And you can do every step. You can scratch off the to-do list every single day and only reach 30,000 followers. You planned for it, but it didn't happen that way. Or you can plan to finish your book by the end of the year and finish the year with only half of it done. You planned for it, but it didn't happen. And I'm saying this because I want you to understand that while we have our game plans and our to-do lists and our goals, which we 100% need, it won't always work out the way we necessarily plan for them to. It is okay to be rerouted, sis. Sometimes we're so focused on the destination that when God brings us off the path and into a dirt road, We're all dazed and confused and and we're crying and we're mad. But in reality, there is something there that God wants us to have too. Maybe there is a lesson or a blessing in the rerouting that we need before we get to our destination. And maybe it's okay if our plans don't always work out the way that we plan. Lesson eight is something I've struggled with understanding, but some days you won't love what you do. I know you're like, what? (laughs) What? But yes, over the past two years, as much as I go hard for Slay Girl Slay, and I love Slay Girl Slay, and I believe in it, and I've, I've been obsessed with Slay Girl Slay, there have been days to be completely transparent with you that I wanted nothing to do with Slay Girl Slay (laughs) because my plans got rerouted or because I didn't see results because someone hurt my feelings because someone tried to steal something from me. I mean, I mean, the list keeps going, but just as much as you love your business, you can be hurt by running a business too, because you love it so much because you're so passionate about it. I've gotten so frustrated some days where I've ripped down my vision board because I'm dramatic and threw it away, took down every pink item I have in my house because I was so frustrated and so upset. And I've learned to have grace with myself when those moments come. 
culture will tell you that you have to be obsessed with your business 100% of the time and that you have to love what you do every single moment of every single day and you'll always be rich. And that will have you sitting there mad and frustrated at your business because things aren't working out the way you plan for them to. And at the same time, you're wondering if this business was really meant for you in the first place. Because society says, I have to be obsessed with it, you know, so it, so it must not be meant for me. Society says, I have to be all in. I have to love it every single moment of every single day. So I don't love it right now. So I must not be an entrepreneur. This must not be the life for me. Y'all understand where I'm coming from? Just like it's not peaches and rainbows in your day-to-day life all of the time, it won't be like that in your passion projects, your side hustles, or your businesses, or the things that you create. And I don't know if other people will tell you that because no one told that to me, but now I'm telling you. This leads me to lesson nine. Your world will end many of nights, but it will begin again in the morning. And if I could tell you how many nights my world ended, we would be talking forever. (laughs) There were nights where I lost all my emails. There were nights where my website crashed. There were nights where the podcast feeds got messed up. There were nights where people were coming for us on Instagram because of the message that we're trying to get get out there because we show a lot of black girls and just so many things. And y'all, there were many nights where I thought it was all over. But guess what? I woke up and it began again. Life went on. I've spilled many of tears the past two years and will probably spill more in the years to come, but the world keeps spinning, boo. Whatever situation you find yourself in, you will get out of it. Whatever roadblock you think you're standing in front of, there is a way around it. My mom will always know when I'm hitting my breaking point and she'll just say, time to shut it down, (laughs) shut it off, turn off the computer, put down the phone, pour yourself a glass of wine and watch yourself some Netflix. You will figure it out tomorrow. And if not, you'll figure it out the next day or the day after that. So be easy on yourself, boo. It will all work out. I saved my favorite lesson for last because I think it's the most profound lesson. This lesson I've shared on this podcast many times before, but lesson 10 is what God has for you. It is for you. You can't mess that up and neither can someone else. You will see other businesses like yours throughout the process pop up. You will see other businesses doing better than yours. You will see people in places that you want to be in, going places that you want to go and doing things that you want to do. And when it is your time, you will do just that. But there is no one on this earth that can take away the many beautiful things that God has in store for you. Not even you, boo. You can't do anything to mess that up. So relax, breathe, revel in the fact that you are exactly where you need to be, right here today. This is where you're supposed to be, and there is room and space for whatever it is that you have to offer this world. There is a place for you that no one else can sit at. No matter how fast you work, 
no matter how long it takes you to get there. Your name is already on it, and it belongs to you, boo. All right, my loves, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast, and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast, and you can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at Slay Girl Slay, or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon, boo. Peace.